Welcome to Champion Church of the Nazarene's weekly sermon podcast. In this week's episode, Reverend Matt Archer, our guest speaker, shares with us and challenges us to love in the midst of the division we see in our world. As we look at the words of Jesus, we will be challenged to be like him. Well, good morning. I'm, I'm Pastor Matt. I'm a different Pastor Matt than what you guys are used to. Um, I know Pastor Matt, though. Uh, I am from New Philadelphia, Ohio, which is also where Pastor Matt was from when he <laughs> came here. Uh, so I have been in New Philadelphia for almost four years now. I grew up in Akron, Ohio. Um, my family, I have a wife and two kids. And th- oh yeah, if there's any children, you're dismissed to junior church. I have that on the top of my notes. <laughs> okay. Um, so anyways, uh, <laughs> um, I have a wife and two kids. Um, my oldest kid is three years old. She is, uh, her name is Emmy, and she is, we, she's a wonderful little girl, okay? And she, she's in that stage of life where we're realizing that as parents, she acts up and does a bunch of bad stuff at home, but then if she was here around you guys, you'd think she's like the sweetest little thing ever, okay? She'd say please and thank you here, and at home, you know, we would get all the craziness of, Give me that. That's mine, you know. And so uh, that's where she's at. And our youngest is three months old. Okay, he was born. It's our son named Paul. He was born uh, at the end of June. And um, uh, he has stretched us, okay, to to put it nicely, okay. (laughs) Um, You know how you see pictures and stuff of, of, uh, of babies, you know, that are all peaceful and content and they're, they're, they're happy, and you can lay them down, and they go to sleep, and all of that. That has not been this kid's story, okay? Uh, he has cried from day one. It's like when, they, when he came out, the first pictures we got, he's got this look on his face like, put me back in, you know? It's cold out here. <laughs> but um, but he, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's got colic and whatnot, and it has, it has been a rough... Uh, three months on specifically mom, but also me. Um, but she she takes the brunt of it. Um, but he, uh, you know, if we come to your mind in the days and weeks to come, pray for us, okay? Pray for the little guy that he can adjust and get in a better place. And we've had everybody trying to help us on this work for my kid and this, you know, and we try it with him and and it really doesn't work. <laughs> and so... We're, we're struggling in our own ways in, with him. Um, in New Philadelphia, I am the, uh, I, I help out with the teens there, okay? I'm, I'm like the associate youth pastor. I'm just a volunteer. Um, and I currently, my occupation, my job, what pays the bills is I'm a school bus mechanic for Green Local Schools, okay? Just north of Canton, Ohio. Um, and so that is what I do for a, for a living, you know, to, to, to make, make money. Um, my, my wife is a uh, nurse, okay? She's a hospice nurse. Now, uh, we, we both have made the, the adjustment and the change to our lifestyles that with, this, uh, with Paul coming and joining our, our family, um, 
she, she got out of that and she's going to be a mom for a few years and we're just going to live off of my income and, and make it work for a little while. Um, but she's a hospice nurse by trade. Um, and so she's, you know, I'm not sure if she's <laughs> with where Paul is at. I'm not sure that she's really uh, thrilled about that decision to not be working and be with him all the time. But, uh, but we know it, you know, that's what we, our desires are and we'll weather the storm and hopefully he can start getting in a better place. Um, I am in the course of study towards ordination. Um, I have, I just finished a class yesterday actually and I have three left that I plan to take next year. And I am ready for a little break here through the holidays, you know, as we take through the end of this year, because it has been a rough year with Paul coming and trying to do everything. Uh, it, it has been a struggle for us. But I've got three left, and then next spring, not, not this upcoming spring, but the spring of 2023, Lord willing, I'll have my ordination interview, and, and we'll see if they, see if I'm ready or not. Um, so, you know, like I said, I grew up in Akron, and uh, um, I came, uh, when I grew up, my parents, they would always take me camping every summer right up here at Mosquito Lake. Um, and so I'm a little bit familiar with the area, not, not a lot, but like a, it's been, we probably kind of stopped doing that when I was probably around 14 or so, so it's been about 20 years, I'm 34 now, and, um, and so it's been a while, but like I'm a little familiar with the area, um, and so uh, my parents, when we'd always go camping up here, we, uh, my parents would always visit a couple that came to church here, and I really don't remember them much, uh, but their names were Blair and Clara Rohrbaugh. Um, they, uh, my parents knew them somehow. I know that they had a son named Blair who was the pastor at the church that I grew up in. Okay, now he was there for like the first five or so years that I, I was alive, and, and then he moved on. But he, Blair, their son, was the pastor at my, at my church uh, where I was born. So I knew kind of of Blair and Clara. And so this morning, as, as I, it, was, it was difficult for me when Pastor Matt asked me to fill in this morning. Um, I've never done a, a filled in at a service where I know no one. I don't know anybody here. I don't know what you guys, you know, what you guys are going through. I don't know anything, right? And so it's really weird for me to try to, to, to come and, and say, God, okay, what do you want to do this morning? You know, like, and, and so uh, usually I at least know somebody that, that's in the church or, or something. I don't know what you guys have been going through. I don't know what Pastor Matt's been been, been, you know, teaching and preaching with you guys, you know, and, and so if, if the Lord convicts you this morning, it's not me, okay, I don't know anything, okay, so, uh, you know, by, by nature, I'm a youth pastor, and, and so I am not a long-winded person. Um, with teens, they have a short attention span, you have a short window that you got to make it happen, and then you let the Lord work. And, um, and so that is kind of the way I am, even when I preach to adults, is I know you probably have a longer attention span than teenagers, but it's still one of those things, just a little bit, David, um, uh, but it, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, I, I, I don't want you to get towards the end of the service and be looking at your watch thinking, is he ever going to end, 
you know, land the plane, pastor. Come on, I'm hungry, <laughs> right? I, I'm not that person, okay? And so as, as, I, as I start and I get going here, uh, it'll go relatively fast. And I hope you enjoy it. And, um, you know, as I was preparing for, for this, you know, I talk about this. As I was preparing for this this morning, not knowing anybody or anything that's going on here, I, I just sat in prayer and, and, and thought about things, you know, and, and when I take a picture of our world in general right now, um, I see a lot of division and I see a lot of hatred everywhere. I see, um, you know, throughout this pandemic, there's tons of controversy and division that is everywhere. It seems like everybody you talk to is over here or they're over here, right? Some people believe that masks are very important and you got to wear them. And then there's people over here that are like, masks are a waste, right? And you see one side throwing hate and, and, and they're just back and forth and back and forth like all the time. And, and, and it's like it, it just keeps building. And, you know, you know, now we're at the place in this pandemic where, you know, we have a vaccine that's available. And you see the same thing going on. You know, you got one side that says, if everybody get vaccinated, we could end this pandemic and, and we could move on, right? And then you got the other side that says you can't vaccinate against the virus. It changes every year. You know, like you, you've got, you got this hatred and this crazy division that is just everywhere, right? And we find ourselves, we find ourselves even, you know, we just had an election. You know, that's always controversial but like, it's like magnified right now, right? You got those that voted for one person and those that voted for the other person and you just got them just throwing and, and, and just being nasty to each other all the time. And, and it's crazy when you just think about where our world is at, where we were at just a couple years ago before the pandemic and how we had more people attending churches and we had, you know, it was just, a, it was different and now there's just so much that is just causing division among people, you know? And, and you, you look around, um, and even there there's, seems like there's a shortage of workers everywhere you go is hiring, right? You, you know, and you got some people that are blaming this, and some people blaming this, and, and it's like, you know, it's just we're living in crazy times. And, and what's crazy is it seems like, you know, through all of this division, and all of this, this stuff that's being thrown from one side to the other, you know, the, 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 the social networking only makes it worse, right? Because you can look at, you can sit behind your phone on Facebook or, or on any social media platform that you have, and you can, you can easily type in harsh comments and, and throw them out there, and you're not face-to-face -face with them, you know, and so it's easier to do that even on, on, on your social medias. And, and we just, we see this just blowing up. This, this side blaming this side, and, and, and it, just, it just keeps going. And I feel like I think, I think that I might have a different approach with it if I just saw it out in the world, you know? If I just saw it, you know, among people that didn't claim to be Christians, right? But, but I, I see it right in our churches, Right? I, I know of people that, that won't come to church because we're requiring masks. Or they, they won't come to church because 
people aren't wearing their masks. And you got one side and the other side. And, and, and it's like there's constant bickering and division everywhere. And it's in the church, right? The church is supposed to be this group of people, right, that are on the same team, right, that have a joint cause in the name of Jesus that we are trying to impact the world around us. And then we've got division here and division here. We're not, what, a kingdom divided against this house will not stand, right? And, and we just see this just tearing us down. And I sit back, you know, and I find myself looking at all this that's playing out, that's going on. And I, I look at one side, and I, I look at the other side, you know, and I find myself, I'm just, you know, I listen to this side, I listen to this side. I, I formulate my own opinions, right? We're supposed to, right? We formulate our own opinions and our own approaches to these different things. But, like, I just see all the hatred, and I'm just like, this, this is not good, you know? And, and I sit back and I think, okay, what am I supposed to be doing? What are we supposed to be doing when we're sitting here in this environment? What are we supposed to be in this day where all this is going on and all this change is happening so fast? And, and, and it makes me open up my Bible, right? It makes me think about it and be like, okay, Let's, let's look at Jesus. What did he do, right? And so we're going to go to uh, the Gospel of John, okay? Didn't make any PowerPoint this morning. Um, so you can open up your phones, your Bibles, whatever. Okay, the Gospel of John, chapter 13. And in this chapter, chapter 13, okay, it, this, is, this is nearing the stage in Jesus' ministry. We're going to be at verses 34 and 35. Okay, John chapter 13, verse 34 and 35. Okay, as, as, as we look at this section when we're right here uh, in the Gospel of John, Jesus is starting to really kind of prepare his disciples for life after he dies and ascends into heaven. He's starting to prepare them for what life is going to be, what ministry is going to be for them after he's done, after he's gone. And earlier in this chapter, Jesus washes his disciples' feet as a model of, of servanthood and of love. And so when, when we look at right here at, at John chapter 13, we see where Jesus says this, right? He says, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. We see that. He says, a new command I give you. I feel like I wish I could hold a microphone, right, that I could speak into, and it would go to every person, at least in our country. I don't know what it is necessarily other places, other countries, but at least in our country that I could take and hold a microphone and speak into it, and it would go to every person that carries the name Christian, right, that claims to follow Christ, that strives to follow, follow him in his ways. I wish I could read this and say, a new command I give you. Quit hating people, right? Quit throwing out all the divisive stuff. A new command I give you to love one another. All people will know you based on your love. 
right? And let every Christian that claims the name Christian hear that. And, and it, it just, it makes me want to take and just say, guys, I know you've heard this. You know this verse. A lot of churches, a lot of people that are Christians have heard this most of their lives. But we're sitting here, over here, you know, we're throwing out these divisive words and, and everything in this hate. And it's like a new command, a new way of living is loving each other. And, and I find this, right? When I, when I look at this, I'm not here preaching against one side or the other, right? We all have brains. Some of us use them a little more than others, right? <laughs> but we all have brains. We're all meant to read the Bible and, and think about it and, and apply it to our lives. And, and so when we look at this, no matter which side you find yourself on, how are you approaching the people on the opposite side? How are you approaching these people that have different views and different approaches to some of these same problems. Sometimes I think, and, and we get the feeling that we view that opposite side as the enemy, right? That it's their fault, they're the enemy, you know, whatever. And even if that is the case, even if you do view that, do you know what Jesus said about your enemies? Love your enemies, right? In, in Matthew chapter 5, 40, verse 44 and 45, and, and then also again in Luke chapter 6, verse 35, he says, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Right? Like that's what we're supposed to do to our enemies. <laughs> Not lash out at them and say it's your fault. Right? Like where's it love them? And, and so it, it's crazy that as we wrap our minds around all this, how off our approaches possibly are in this current world that we live in. See, in one of my classes, in one of my classes, okay, now, uh, I was taught from the professor about uh, this, this idea or this, this concept, okay, and it's, it's a big word and it makes me sound really smart, but I'm, I'm not, you know. But um, it's, it's called self-differentiation, okay? It's a big word, I'm gonna say it again just so I can sound smart again. Self-differentiation, okay? And this word, for the way he taught it to me, or to, to our class, is self-differentiation is where I know what I believe, okay? Like, I have a relationship with God. I'm in the Word. I'm praying. I, I have good preachers and teachers teaching me and mentors guiding me, and I can ask questions, and, and I can grow, and I, I'm solid in my beliefs, right? But... This idea of self-differentiation is where I can go to somebody else who has different opinions, different beliefs, and even though I'm solid, I can have a healthy, that's the key word, right, a healthy conversation with them, a healthy relationship with them, because I learn to formulate my thoughts and my opinions in ways that is receptive, they're receptive to, right? That's that's something that's very hard to do through text messages and, and stuff like that, right? Because you can't read sarcasm. You can't tell if they're being, you know, feisty with it or whatever. But, like, it's one of those things that we can take and, and try to... And this is something that I struggle with. My wife is much better at this than me, okay? Self-differentiation. I'm solid, but I struggle to say things if I'm in a conversation with someone who has opposing views and, and thoughts from me I struggle sometimes 
to say things in a way that, that, that is loving and, and it gets received well by that other party. And, and this idea of self-differentiation is where I could sit down with someone from a totally different religion, right? Hindu, Buddhist, you know, anything, and, and ask questions. Not ac accusational questions, but just questions. And, and grow and have a relationship with them. And, and this is something that, like, that we really don't have in our world today, right? I mean, we, we, we don't know how to do that. I struggle with it, right? And because a lot of times when somebody's saying something that just doesn't sit well, we just want to withdraw, right? We just were like, okay, uh, uh, you know. And we, we don't grow that relationship with the hope that God can move through us, right? We just kind of say, oh, they're different than us. We're moving on, you know. And, and that, that's not at all, you know, what this, this idea of self-differentiation is, is, is about, right? I mean, when you, when you look at Jesus with his disciples, you know, he had tax collectors and fishermen and he had, you know, zealot, you know, which is almost a, a, a terrorist almost in the day, right? Like when you, when you look at the broad group of people that he pulled together, right? You think that they didn't have different opinions and stuff, <laughs> right? But Jesus was the common denominator that pulled everybody together. And he had these conversations and, and he taught them and they became his disciples, right? How many of us when it comes to some of these difficult topics and situations that we are faced with every day, how many of us are, are striving to love this other side the way we're supposed to? When I read this, okay, going back to John chapter 13, okay, 34 and 35, when I read this, it says that everyone will know us by our love. Not whether we voted for Trump or Biden, right? Not whether or not we are vaccinated or not. Not whether or not we wear a mask all the time or whether we think they're a waste, right? Not by any of this stuff, but we are known by our love. That is... That is I mean, when I think, when I pull back and I think about if everyone who called themselves a Christian were known for their love, I mean, everything would be different, I, I believe. I believe our churches would be different. I believe, I believe our families would be different. I believe, uh, I mean, it, 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 our workplaces would be different. This thing keeps falling. <laughs> My Bible is too heavy. Um, but everything would be different. And it is, it is just a, it is, is one of those things that when we look at it, okay, in verse 34, it says, as I have loved you, so you must love one another. Okay, that means the spotlight, the focus is put on Jesus in the ways he loved us, right? Romans chapter 5, verse 8 it says that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, right? When we were sinners, when we were opposing his message, we were his enemy, more or less, right? We were on the opposite side. We are the ones that, that more or less crucified him, right? It's our sin that he hung on the cross for. He loved us and died for us. 
What does that say for us in our current day when we find ourselves here or here? We got to be more loving. Even if that means we don't agree with everything, right? This hatred and these, these unkind words that we are throwing from one side or from the other side, that's, that's not going to help, help us leave a lasting impact on anyone. So I told you I'm fast, right? I don't last long, <laughs> okay? Um, David's going to come and sing another song, but I want, to, I, I want you to reflect on yourself in your life. I want you to reflect on where you're at. How are you approaching those that you work with? How are you approaching those that are your neighbors? How are you approaching your own kids or your own parents if they have different views on this stuff? How are you doing loving those people that are different than you, that are struggling in, in ways that you don't even know about, but because of your unkind words that, that we are possibly throwing out, this is where we're at. You know, sometimes, you know, we're, we're to be known by our love. And, and that doesn't just mean to those that have the same views as us on this stuff. Right? We're to be known by our love for how we love those that are still living in sin that we don't necessarily agree with we're still supposed to love them. Right? And that is, that's hard to do, especially when, when, it's, when it's a family member that you see struggling and going through, right? And maybe children that have walked away from the faith and, and, and you see them uh, living in sin and you just want to fix it, right? <laughs> We're to be known for our love. That is what is so, that's what should be so appealing about the body of Christ. Is that we can come together just like the disciples did, even though they had different lifestyles, a fisherman, tax collector, you know, whatever. We come together, even though we're different, under the name of Jesus, and we pursue him and let his ways work through us and be able to have these healthy conversations where through a relationship, of healthiness, we can share different things. We can talk about our experiences and we can allow God to work through those things to help bring people and draw them to him. So David's going to come and sing another song and then um, I just challenge you to pray during this song, to sing. And, and, and I don't know what song it is, but... Spend some time reflecting on, on where you're at and how you, you're approaching things. And then I'll give you a benediction at the end. Thanks for listening to Champion Church of the Nazarene's weekly sermon podcast. We hope you were inspired by this week's message. We'd love for you to join us on a Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. We are located at 3924 High Street Northwest in Warren, Ohio. You can also join us on Facebook Live. For more information about our ministries, or if you'd like to contribute to our ministries online, visit us at championnaz.org.